Hey guys, ladies, um, everybody listening, um, welcome to episode 16 of our Footy Fantasy podcast. Uh, we have two guests, um, probably we can call it the Arsenal Takeover <laughs> in the house. Uh, Toye B is here. Thanks for coming, Toye B. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we have Karim Jones, friend of the show. Thanks for coming too. Thank you so much. Uh, interesting uh, things. I think January transformation was upon us always. Right. We hear transfer rumors. So one thing we're going to ask and talk to everybody is reality signings. And so just to clarify, Toby B and uh, Karim, like I said, they are not take over Arsenal fans. We ask them two realistic signings their team need in this January window, which is what two weeks left now, and mm-hmm. and why they need them. Um, we'll definitely talk about the EPL roundup. Talk about the game that happened last week. We are recording. Just after the Saturday, half of games are done, or like 80%. So we might we might talk about it if you want to. Talk about Leicester City. If you have to go on beating the Sacris, it looks like every month there's a Sacris that that which that recycles itself. We talk about who scored more goals. English forward, the Euros is hotting up. Uh, Rashford, Tammy, Abraham, Ings, or Sterling. Um, we also briefly talk about Carabao Cup. Um, first leg, second leg is next week. And we talk about, we'll go dive into La Liga a little bit and just talk about Barcelona and their sacking of Arvede. I'll start with Toby. Arsenal. Which two teams, which two players do you guys need? Realistically, I'll be the silver bullet to solve all your problems. <laughs> Realistically, I think, you know, we, we had some conversations before we started, but I think for this season, or let me even say January transfer window, and if we don't complete it, summer transfer window, but let's start with January transfer window. We definitely need a defensive midfielder. We need somebody, we, you and I talked about this earlier, we need somebody who is a deep-lying playmaker. Okay. Um, I think someone like maybe Frank Kessie from AC Milan is being touted okay. as a possible replacement. Um, we also definitely need a centre-back. You know, people say, oh, well, we, we, our defense is in shambles. We're pretty, pretty much playing a makeshift defense right now. Of course, our wing backs um, on the left wing, we have Kyle Saka, who's actually a forward playing on the left. Yep. But we have Kolasinac dealing with niggling injuries, but we have him still there. We have Kieran Tierney, who's, a squad, who's in the squad but out with injuries. So I'm not too worried about the wing backs on the right. Same thing, maybe we could do with the right back maybe in the summer. But right now, we need a, we need a center back. Um, this January transfer window. We have William Saliba on loan, okay. who we purchased last season. So he's coming back. But for right now, I would say someone like maybe Deot Upamecano. It's a stretch, but what, he's 6'2", 6'3", okay. strong, black man, you know, with the black man blood in him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no nonsense defender. I think we need someone like that okay. because I just don't see... The part, uh, and then I, I have a feeling that Mustafi is gone. I think he's going. He's going to Turkey at the end of but this. Makano is in uh, Leipzig, right? Uh, Leipzig, yes. yes RB Leipzig in Germany. Okay. We need a centre back. Can we get Upamecano? I don't think that the boy's going to pay the money we need. Okay. We we need to pay for him, but we need someone like him. I don't see the partnership of Socrates and Luis lasting the entire season without one of them getting injured again. I mean, obviously today Socrates, Socrates was out, so. Yeah. And it was Mustafi. He played well, but I don't see him lasting past this January transfer window. So those, those are the two key two key positions: center defensive midfield and center back. All others right now luxury. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would say. Makes sense. Uh, Karim, what are your thoughts? Uh, I completely agree. Um, 
I think Arsenal needs a defensive midfielder and also a centre-back, a quality centre-back. Now, realistically, are they going to actually get any of those two? Probably not. Um, We have to do something. The reason reason why I've said that is anything quality in January is hard to find. Um, The only place you probably would get quality from are probably the top teams. Uh, you, you might get some quality from lower teams or maybe from the lower leagues or the Brazilian league and places like that. The challenge is um, most of the top players that you could probably get in January are probably playing in Champions League. And for them to come to a club like Arsenal, who is not probably, who probably won't be playing Champions League next season, it's going to be hard fun. Possibly won't be playing you know, Europa. And probably may, may or may not, well, they could actually play Champions League depends on the outcome of the Europa League. So Correct. that's a yeah. big gamble, right? Now, I agree with you, definitely. Upper Meccano is definitely a quality centre-back. I mean, I've, I've seen him play. I saw him play against Liverpool. The guy was fantastic. Um, yeah, if you can get a hands-on play, your hands-on player, if Arsenal can get your hands-on players like that, that would definitely be um, a very settling... Uh, I, I'd say that, that's something that, you know, will help the defence out a lot. Um, Frank Kessie, I've seen him play a couple of times. I think, you know... Who, who does he play for? He plays for his Okay. That's, yeah. This midfielder. Yeah, yeah, he's a, um he, he plays he's a pretty he's a pretty good defensive midfielder. Um now the challenge that I have with him, you know, it's he's also another case where you know the likelihood of him, of him coming to Arsenal, it's probably you know might be a little higher because mm-hmm. AC Milan is not exactly doing very well themselves now. Yeah. Right. right. So they might have a chance with him. Um uh, it's probably gonna come at a quite a higher price. Um preferably I prefer this kid from uh, Atletico Madrid. Um the black kid from my team, he plays on the right back, can also play other positions. I quite party, no, yeah, happy. It's um, is it Thomas Party? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. I, he, just now you brought that yeah. up. I was going to bring yeah. him up. He's, he's yeah. a great, he's I, to me, I think would be a good addition. He's very versatile, he can play. Um, I'll prefer him to Frank Kessie. Um, what Arsenal, in my opinion, what Arsenal need is not exactly a playmaker. We, I don't think we need a playmaker. I, if anything else, I think we need somebody that's going to let our playmakers actually play ball, right? Um, that that's. You know, that's my general opinion as far as who we need to bring. Um, but the likelihood of us getting, you know, uh, Thomas, uh, Thomas Partey, that's his name, right? Or, mm-hmm. or, Thomas Partey. Or um, Upamecano is probably going to be close to, uh, the chance of us getting those guys are probably close to zero. Okay. Um, however, there's a real chance that we might get uh, Frank Kessie and uh, possibly Kozara, which I really don't, I still don't understand the likelihood of why we're trying to get Kozara, but there's, there are, of course, there are also talks of a right back in um, the, this other kid. I don't know, I don't know if you've seen this other kid play, um, Bruno Gamres. This oh, is Brazilian kid. I, I Bar- Bar- I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen I've seen him play. Who does he play for? He plays in Brazil. Okay. In yeah, in Brazil. Apparently, I think Abe is actually in talks with him, but I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like it looks like the, the stumbling block for that actually happening is, you know, the fact that he's got, you know, multiple ownership. Yes, top party right. so that might be a stumbling right. block so if they can walk their way around him I've, I mean I, I really didn't know very much about him until probably yesterday I went to look, look him up it looks like a real quality player it looks actually if anything else people always think that I'm a fan of Shaka I'm not exactly a total fan of Shaka I just think he gets a lot of slack he's a better version of Shaka you know okay. so that, that's if we can get him or maybe Thomas Partley I think I'll, I'll be happy with those but Frank Casey I'm still a little I think jury's still out on him my own opinion okay uh, for Manchester United, I mean, obviously, being in Manchester, I tried to neutral when I'm on the pod, but obviously, as Manchester fan, just add, I think <laughs> the drawn out saga of Bruno Fernandes, that's somebody that should have been gotten last summer, in my opinion. We need bodies in the midfield. Realistic signing, I'll say Bruno, since, I mean, he was there. It looks like they agreed a deal now. They're hearing conflicting reports. So, yeah. definitely the central midfielder. We definitely need one. 
But I think the most critical place that we need is a defensive, a pure defensive midfielder. That he, that can even do both, you know. I I, I do like something that can just break up play for the style of football, you know. Manager wants to play, but I mean, I, I like thinking bigger picture, right? Bigger picture of a player that can be comfortable in a possession type system or a counter attacking type system. So Bruno Fernandes for central midfield for sure. We need a player like that's box to box that can move the ball around, but we also need someone that can break up play and that can distribute the ball quickly, who can read space, intercept. Thomas Party, that's why I was I was very he's really close if I remember as the last one was like 15 million, 14 million. I wonder yeah. why you know we don't go all in all in. And I think Atletico is a selling club once you meet their buyer clause. They have the system how they farm players from like other smaller Spanish teams, you know. You know, so and I think it's realistic. If um Manchester United as a big club like they are, should be doing due diligence. Because when you own side players, it doesn't just start from January, right? Mm-hmm. You're scouting months, a year ahead of time, mm-hmm. and you go. I and mean, when you now see that, depending on need, now that you're out, you're down injuries, they're down injuries to McTominay, injuries to Pogba almost all season, you would think if they're doing their due diligence, they should treat January like um, a summer transfer window. So yeah, those are the two ones I think, but yeah, I, I had it doubt it happen. January, like you said, it's very hard to do deals. Uh, staying with the EPL and staying with Karim, Leicester City. Are they starting to wobble? What? What? Because they look like they're high flying. Before. And I say this because in recent times they, they got battered at home by Liverpool. When I thought, in fact, I remember weeks ago I was thinking, oh, if Liverpool is going to drop or lose any game, it might be that game at Leicester City. They got battered by Liverpool. More importantly, the Norwich, they drew one one with Norwich in that game, and they looked drab. Last weekend, they lost at home to Southampton. So, I didn't start to work. What are your thoughts about Leicester City? So, I mean, first of all, I'd like to say Leicester is a quality quality team. Right? Yeah. The, the kind of brand of football I think they play under Brandon Rogers, I think is quite amazing. I mean, so, um, when, you, when you say they're starting to wobble, if anything else, I actually don't think they are wobbling. Um, I think Liverpool, has, I think they've, they've set the bar so high that if any team loses a game, you start to think they are wobbling, right? <laughs> right that's true, so, that's true. so I don't, I, I don't think they are wobbling. Like if anything else, it's just, it's just, it's a good team that's just going through a typical patch, yeah. right? And I, I don't think wobbling is the wobbling is what you call it, right? Of course, they all, they've also have they've also had some key injuries in in the D and some of the other folks that are. I mean, if you think about it, the is a is a is an integral part of their of their team. So, as a matter of fact, it makes it easy for them to play. You know, because they every time you look back, it's there just sitting out to break up play. So they're not susceptible to counter attacks and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it, no matter it's like when you think about it, the being does like Chelsea being is like Kante being up for Chelsea, Correct. almost yeah. similar to that, right? So when you when you th- when you look at the injuries they they have, I don't know that wobbling is the is the right definition for it. I, I think I think first of all, it's Liverpool is they've set the bar so high. Okay. Second of all, a team like Leicester, second place. Well, I don't know that they are. Thought, is it that they are taught now? They have a game in hand, right? Yeah. So if they yeah. play so, tomorrow and win, yeah. they go back second. So when you say wobbling, I think, I, I think wobbling is, uh, is, is fair. I'd say it's unfair, it's unfair. To, call, to call their performance wobbling, you know. I, I just think they're going through a, through a rough patch. Okay. Um, you have any thoughts? Yeah, so I, 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 would, mm-hmm. I would agree with what he's saying. I think that Leicester is a is a 
blue collar team. Well, Leicester has always been a blue collar team. Yeah. Leicester is a blue collar team that this year I think is taking advantage of the the top the regular top four teams struggling. Right. So we have we have Liverpool who is in a league by themselves. Liverpool Liverpool's going to win the win league. the league. Correct. Yes. Manchester City. Well, they've been blighted by injuries. They're going through a rough patch. Um, Pep is is probably has to go back to the drawing board. So they're struggling. Arsenal, let's not even talk about Arsenal. Man you, same thing. Yeah. So Tottenham, Tottenham is seeing who Jose Mourinho really is now, <laughs> right? So the only team left really that you know should be in 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 the top four really Chelsea. is less is is really okay. Chelsea, Chelsea is here today, gone tomorrow, cool. but. I think Leicester really, when you think about everybody else, it's really it's really Leicester's for the picking. You know that second, third, third place position. I don't think I don't think this I don't think Leicester will be here ne- next season. They don't. If you look at their squad, nobody really jumps out except okay, Ndidi. Yes, Ndidi helps them play the way they play. But besides Ndidi, Jamie Vardy, who has been a consistent, who has, who has been on, on form and con- consistent since the days of. Since days when they won the league, yeah. that's about it. When it when it comes to players who really stand out, and you can say these people, these guys would take Leicester, you know, forward for the future. I don't really see anybody. I use it Perez, you know. I, so so Leicester is just playing. Who is is Leicester really? This is their level. And, and this is their level, and everybody else is just bad. I actually, and it makes it look bad because it makes it look even worse because Liverpool is so far is so far ahead of everybody yeah. else. So I, I, I don't think they're, they're playing there in a rough patch. I just think that they're who they are. If I may disagree with you here, um, mm-hmm. I think, if anything else, you look at the team Leicester have, the mm-hmm. team, current team Leicester have right now. Mm-hmm. Leicester City have at least probably about four or five players where you can actually argue uh, probably one of the, you know, they're they the best player in that position in the league today. Um, I think they I think they have the best number 10 in the league right now. Um, James Madison. Okay. I, I, Okay. I don't. Nobody comes comes close to that guy. I mean, I've seen him play several times. Very skillful. He has he has some very he has some very unique features for an English player. Yeah. You know, skillful on the ball. He's I mean, he's so comfortable with it. Good passing range. Good passing range. You know, he scores a lot of goals for number ten. Beautiful goals too. Right. He can strike the ball just fine. That's one. And the other piece, the other guy too is uh Soyonku, who's their center half. The, that's the, the one that guy. the Turkish guy that Arsenal mm-hmm. stupidly passed up on to go get David Lewis for um for 20 million pounds. I mean that guy could have made a whole lot of difference to Arsenal defense. He's yeah. playing that he's fast, he's very rugged, you know, he's quick, he's I mean he's good on the air, he's good in the air. And I mean it makes makes so Evans look good. If, if you look at if you look at the uh, if you look at the Premier League team that I think is gonna be team of the year, just I mean him between him. Uh, did he, I mean, the, I mean, I think we saw one last season that we were saying, why is it, everybody's arguing, why is it in the D there, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, between him, in the D and uh, James Madison and, and JB Vardy, I, I don't understand, you know, to me, everybody else is going to be a developer player anyway, other than maybe Kevin De Bruyne, but everybody else is going to be a developer player, right. you know, but I, used to, I kind of struggle, you know, I, I think, if anything else, I think Leicester, they have another gear to go to. To go to. You know, if everybody is up and fine and all, you know, on all sinners. And with the, with the with the resources they have, I, I wouldn't say they are performing, they are overperforming. I just think, you know, the fact that they have those players on the cheap doesn't exactly mean they're underperforming, right? Mm-hmm. It's money don't determine how well a player plays. Yeah, it's just so, good, good recruitment. It's so good you recruitment. actually believe that Leicester can kick up another gear? 
beyond what we are seeing today. Oh, yeah. I don't see that. That, well, that, that's an interesting topic. I, Discussion for like another time, for sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. Liverpool, do it be now. Swim with you. Well, <laughs> <got beaten. laughs> the Arsenal in me wants them to go on to to go to be beaten. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. The Arsenal in me wants them to lose. Why? The golden trophy. Because it's, it's the golden trophy. I mean, <laughs> you know. Okay. You know, it's funny. I'm on, I'm on another. I'm I'm sure everybody here is on a WhatsApp chat group. You know, Premier League WhatsApp chat. I'm I'm on another WhatsApp chat group of Arsenal players, and you know, I keep bringing up bringing this up. I don't think Liverpool will lose till the end of the season. No. So Arsenal in me wants them to lose, but I just don't see it. Who are they going to lose? Is it Manu tomorrow? I mean, I just don't see Manchester United beating them. I can see them drawing, but those guys, Jurgen Klopp has them by the balls. They still have to play City second leg. City is. I think City has. I City has given up this season. City has given I don't up this season. That, yes. they, they've given up. I mean, look at today. I don't disagree with look that. at today. You know, they, they were down one. They were winning, and then last minute. I mean, it's it's an own goal for Eugenio was trying to defend and yeah. he put it in his net. I just don't see them. I can see them drawing maybe two more games. Okay. Drawing two games, right? They drew the the, the only draw they've had this season has been against Man U. Yeah. Tomorrow against Man U, I don't see them losing. I don't even see them drawing. I think they were going to beat Man U. I don't see them losing. I don't even... Yeah, I don't see them losing. I think they're going to draw maybe two more games and, and they're going to win the title. Okay. That's interesting. That would be record-breaking. It would be record-breaking. They would break six points of not even notable losing. Yeah. Points, points different. Point difference, they, yeah. Because six is what? 100? That's the big 100. So you think they'll get 100? I think Because at this rate, that means they're going to get 100. No, I, I, I really think they will get to 100 points. 100 or something points. Yes. Wow. Okay. Liverpool is that good. And again, this might be controversial, but they are, they are, it's Liverpool, but it is Liverpool. <laughs> Let's be honest too. That's another thing we also have to take into account. Yeah, that beer is their yes. We look at the last, what, four or five games. It's been Liverpool. <laughs> we, we have to, we have, we have to also think about now, it, could, it just could very well be that that all these calls are going in their favor and, and, and they are winning games. But again, it's not that they are scraping wins. Yeah. It's that they are dominating and VAR is helping them, but they're still dominating, right? So I, I just I don't see them losing this season. Can I don't see it. That's so, I mean, I, 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 I guess to an extent I agree with you that the likelihood of Liverpool losing the season is probably getting slimmer by the day, right? Okay. Uh, the games are running out. Um, my own opinion is, well... If you go back to the beginning of the season, right, Liverpool mm-hmm. were fantastic. Then they went through this rough patch in which they were barely, they were just making it by 1-0, 1-0. They, they had like so mm-hmm. much 1-0 wins and last minute wins too, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, between now and May, it's a long time, you know, so... Is it? So, oh, yeah, it is. We're already, we're already at the end of January. For, for, for the amount of football that still is to play. Come, come, it, come. I mean, they're, they're going to play a lot more Champions League games. They're going to play... I mean, mm-hmm. they, they've got, the good thing about they threw with the... Uh, with the is that the um Carabao 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 Carabao, and, and yeah. the out of that and also done with the World Club Championship. They still get Champions League and they, they actually they've got the uh now they're at the business end of Champions League, mm-hmm. right? Where the games are gonna come thick and fast, they're gonna play every Wednesday, almost every Sunday, every Saturday, mm-hmm. right? I, I think um when you when you uh, ESPN today they wrote an, there's an article on ESPN about you know if Liverpool is gonna actually go unbeaten. unbeaten. And um I think the article cited that it seems that will potentially beat them. It said Manchester United, Arsenal, or City. You know, I actually don't agree. You know, I don't think Arsenal beats them. I think if anything else, Arsenal might get a draw out of it when it comes to the Emirates. 
I think Manchester United, you know, it depends on which one decides to show up. Um, Oli has Oli has proven one thing, right? That he, that if he if he loses to a smaller team when the big team comes to town, you know, he's prepared. I mean, there might be extra incentive for the for the Manchester United players and fans to play tomorrow, right? Yeah. At, at, against Liverpool tomorrow, just to make sure they don't win, you know. Or, or, and so, Man City. Um, if anything else, like I agree with you, it looks like they the players are not motivated to play right now because they don't think they're going to win anything this season um, mm-hmm. they might maybe they might win the Carabao Cup or maybe FA Cup but, um, so that's where they step it up that's, that's where they step it up in those, in those tournaments but they like I mean it depends on what you know what's driving Pep Guardiola or the rest of the team this season it might just not, they might just be playing for pride you know like you know if anything else pride might come into play where they where they you know they end up not winning if you ask me I'd say maybe Liverpool will probably lose one game but I just don't think it's any of those three teams. Like, it's going to be just a random. It's going to be a random team, like a Southampton, like a, or like a Southampton or a Burnley. Or, you know, if anything, I think it's going to happen to a team that's actually scraping for relegation. Who is thinking? You, you know what? They get one, they sold it. You know, they uh, go on. They shop, they close shop, and that's it. The way I see it, though, man, just to be, that part and join to and the other part. Um, I think Liverpool will lose one game too. That's what I think, and I think that one game they will lose will be. When they are like either two or three, get three points, or after the draft of the league, I think this is going to be the record title earliest time the league is going to wrap up. Because I remember the last the last earliest time was when Manchester United wrapped up the league in two thousand one, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I think this is, they are going to probably wrap up the league like a couple of weeks before that, or like either end of March or first of April. They are going to wrap up the league by then, and I think by the time they wrap up the league. If and I expect them to still go for a Champions League, that's how good this team is. I think they'll still be in Champions League. They will try and see if they can like go for like you know double European title and league and create records. So at that point I, in time, mentally, I think when it comes to the league, he's going to have to start rotating them because they've wrapped up the league, right. won the league titles. No, that's, that's a good point. That's I what actually, I think is going to happen. I actually think that the Champions League they're not going to go as far. I don't. I don't see them. Winning the Champions League this year, no, I, don't, I don't think they will win it. Yeah. But I think they, they can go as far as semi final. Semi final. I I don't even see, well. It, it's I I don't see that because look at how they played in the round, the last so, round. So the, the one, one, one thing I one thing to keep in mind when you talk about you know when you talk about you know Champions League or those knockout games is that mm-hmm. the last the last game you play does not give it's not an indication of how you're going to play going forward. Especially right. when you have the kind of quality players that they have. Yeah, you know, and there's, there's, yeah. Between, so there's right. there's no you cannot. I mean, there's no correlation between how you played last. Played. If you think about, for example, if you think about Real Madrid when they won the, like when they won the last one, the La Decima. Yeah, yeah. They were terrible, you know. In, in, the, in the group stage. <laughs> in the group yeah. stage. Even, they almost even scraped by. So they they struggled last year. They yeah, they struggled. Exactly. Napoli, the same type of losses. And yeah. Two so it's not an indication of, of how you perform going forward, you know, I mean. It's probably run out of time. Okay. Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, Sean Dyke. Eddie Howe, Sean Dyke. Karim. Well, who gets the boot? It looks like the Sacrus is, is cyclical. It keeps going. So this month, Eddie Howe or Sean Dyke, what do you think? I, I don't think Eddie Howe gets the boot this week. I, I think I don't think Eddie Howe gets the boot this 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 season or anything else. Okay. Um, I, I think and that that that's my rationale behind that is because they are they are tanking now because that they've lost like I think ten out of eleven games. Yeah, but relegation but, but you, you have month, yes. it's relegation form. I mean, they're right. If you have anything else, look at Arsenal and everybody else from every everybody else from Arsenal and below are in relegation form. You think about it. I, I just I don't think uh, how I guess the boot this year. If anything else, I, I think uh, Sean Dyke. I think Sean 
the challenge with those two teams, right, or as far as who's going to get the boat is that they've been with the club for so long. Yeah. You know, that if they go down, the, the, almost the management is going to look to them to bring them back right back up, right? Because they know the club's in and out. Um, mm, what? That's a good point. Burnley has gone down with, uh, with John Dash how many times? Maybe a couple of times already. <laughs> he's, still, he's still with the same club, right? Eddie Howe, of course, he's been in Premier He's, he's he been he's the manager that brought them up. So I all doubt... from, like, conference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If anything yeah. else, if anything else, I, I don't think he gets the boot. I think it's going it's to be more of a personal resignation if any of those guys are going to go leave, right? Hmm. Especially, especially Eddie Howe. Right? And in my own opinion, I think Eddie Howe is... Uh, the Burnley management, they are going to be very... If they are going to give Eddie Howe the boot... Bournemouth. In yeah, Bournemouth, sorry. Okay. Yeah. If, if they're going to give the, um, Eddie Howe the boot, they're going to really think about it because Eddie Howe, if they're giving the boot, it's not going to last in the market very long. Like, you're not going to get a manager of that quality anywhere. Correct. That's true. But the team... So, uh, what So, honestly, I haven't really kept up with anything below the bottom, bottom half of the table. Okay. Um, but, if anything, I, I don't see if them giving... The, if, yeah, if I had to pick between Eddie Howe or Sean Dyche, I would say... Maybe they, 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 they renegotiate their contract at the end of the season. I don't see them, I don't see them getting the boots. Because, first of all, you're already down. And, 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 and to his point, these coaches have, have, you know, have been with them for a long time. They saw them in the good days, bad days. Eddie Howe from Championship brought them all the way to the Premier League. If you kick them out now, they're dead. They are gone. You're, you're, you're going back. You're basically, you know, you're almost like, Almost like you're relegating them back to like the the dump down days of Leeds, okay. and you have to, you're going to have to start from that point from that point onwards. If you wait till the summer, and you say you know what this isn't quite working out, you know we, we kind of force you to resign, and then we come out with a statement saying okay, you know um, you know we thank Eddie Howe for his service or we thank Sean Dyche for his service, you know blah 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 blah. I think it's a better way to manage it because you're if you, at some point in the season you know you know it's 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 not there's no point trying to fight, even though outwardly you're like, come on guys, let's go. But we all know this thing is dead. Okay. Right? You just you, so you just agree for the sake of fan loyalty and for the sake of respect for the for the manager, we let this thing go to the summer and we change we change the coach. That's it. Okay. Like thoughts. I just think uh people have said the, the logical thing to do. I just think clubs <laughs> nowadays panic so much. And yeah. they go with the philosophy of you're as good as your last results. You don't own the club. I've seen that I was shocked when Sports fired, you know. Uh, that I was think, a dumb move. I, think, that was a I dumb absolutely move. think out of the two of them, I think Burnley look like a team that will just do the reverse and they look like a team that they will go down, they'll be okay with it. Yeah. I think Bournemouth, just because of you know, they are looking at the value of the players, Callum Wilson, they they got Harry Wilson on loan, Cholanke. This yeah. they spent for the club that they feel like they spent money from news yeah. that's coming out. So I think even though it's very stupid for them, I think they'll panic. I think you'll panic. Oh, yeah. The next two weeks, I think they'll panic and fire. Oh. If, if he loses one more game, because they lost a game to Shabon. Well, the hand, the handball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they'll panic. That's just my opinion. No, that's fair. Um, so this was an interesting uh, point. So we'll just, I just want like 30 seconds responses from you guys. Half of the English polls, I think heroes are coming. It's going to be interesting. Rashford, Tammy, Abraham, Danny Ings, or Sterling. Pick who you think is going to score the most goals. In 30 seconds, I'm telling you. Jeez, uh, yeah. okay. I, I, I have a, uh, a bias. In my opinion, I think uh, Selling is, is great. He's a good player. He's, he's improved in leaps and bounds. Um, I have a team for Rashford. I think he, he, I think he should be playing a better team than Manchester United, unfortunately. 
Um, they have their players are not quite up to par now, but I think it's a lot more. Is there's a lot more quality player in Rashford than people actually see. Okay. Um, now if I take out my personal bias out of it, I, I think Tammy's got what thirteen now. Thirteen, yeah. Thirteen Tammy's now. 13. Sterling's got what? Uh, what eight, nine, eleven, eleven. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I think there's I a high, I think there's a higher chance that Sterling scores more goals because of the team he plays on. I think they are they are more likely to batter a team by five or six than all the rest of the team, mm-hmm. right? So. I think Sterling gets more goals than the rest of them. Totally. Um, I think Sterling gets more goals just okay. because, yeah, their style of play um, is very open, fast-paced, high-intensity. Sterling is one of the pivot points of the attack. I see him getting more goals. I see Chelsea struggling. Um, Chelsea is like that. Um, is like that young, promising kid that always shows a lot of promise, but still has a lot of maturity to, to you know. To go, okay. so I don't see I don't see Tammy Abraham getting that much service. I mean, look at Pul- Pulisic is non you know n- non-existent. Yeah, Messi Mount is still there giving him service with the ball, but I just I just feel like Man City is more of an established team that has an established system that Sterling can thrive in, and because of that, I think Sterling will will score more goals. Uh, will score more goals than Tammy Abraham. Now Rashford, Rashford, I just feel like his his his. His ratios, now I don't know the stats, but his end product per game ratio, I don't know that it's as much as Sterling's. So I still see Sterling. I mean, you know, the league is still, we still have, what, five months to go. I still, I, I still see Sterling, you know, leapfrogging him um, before the end of the season. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with you, I, everybody. I actually think it's going to be very close between Rashford, Inks, and Sterling. I think Danny Inks. Inks. A lot of goals. That is on 14 goals or 13. 13 goals. Rashford's on 14. Sterling is 11. I always say Rashford. I just feel like Rashford hasn't played with, with a lot of knocks, injury. Mm-hmm. I, I I, hope this doesn't happen as a Manchester United fan. But I suspect Rashford is going to get like an injury soon. That's going to take him out for like a couple of weeks. I think that's going, that's going to affect him. That's my. That's what I see. It's already kind of leading towards that. He played with knocks back today. And if he, if he keeps playing through the pain barrier, I think he's going to get an injury. He'll, Long term, four five weeks injury that will take take him out. If Rashford is going to stay fit, just because of the volume, he takes penalties. He take, you know, we are a team that we are playing on the break, so the season's on penalties just because of that. I think um, if he was going to stay fit throughout the season, I think he he would get more most because on penalties. Mm-hmm. Sterling this season, uh, just massively distribute their goals, right? Yeah. That's how they play. They shoot their goals even more so this season. Now yeah. with Aguero coming back, I think. Aguero as a private person is going to be between, he's going to start sucking, if I can use that word, he's going to like be the center of the goals now till the end of the season. Because, the goal conduit, pretty much. Correct, he's going to be the conduit for the goals yeah. just because of the fact that Pep knows that he wants to win mm-hmm. Cops and you know, they are going to go for Champions League. Everything they have. Yeah, league is so, over pretty much. Yeah, for them, so. yeah. Okay, Carabao uh, Cup, we just talk about it real quick. Who do you think? I think we'll just focus on who you think is going to go through. There's no point talking about how second leg is. Because I tried this. Villa Leicester style. That one's on the knife edge. Can they one more test yeah. at Leicester? Or was that Villa? I don't remember. But either way, it doesn't matter. So who do you think is going to go through? Villa Leicester? Yeah. Villa Leicester, Manchester United, Man City. Um, I, I pick I pick Leicester just because I feel like Leicester is more of a more more of an established team than, than Villa. Okay. Um I pick Man City. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little more controversial here. I think it's Manchester United Leicester. Okay. Even the ones oh. that one three one down. Just, uh, okay, well I, I still think I I think Manchester United by um the uh oh well you know what? 
Yeah, three one down. Yeah, three one down. I actually forgot that. For the first day, I actually forget that they are playing away too. So yeah, it's gonna be CD. I mean, it is in Manchester, but it's the noisy neighbors. I take that back. I totally forgot the three one score. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be CD and and Leicester for sure. If it was one, if it was one 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 goal, just a goal lead, I probably stop. We have talked my guns. Yeah, even though I mean, so let me say, if it was a one goal lead, you don't think. Pep is that much of a winner that he will go all guns still to actually want to... If, if Man City were down mm-hmm. 2-0, let's say Man City were down 3-1, I would still say Man City because Pep is that obsessed with winning yeah. compared, to, com- com- compared to Solskjaer. So, I, I mean, I, 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 I want to agree with you, mm-hmm. but the challenge for me here is, looking at Carabao Cup, Carabao Cup, you win Carabao Cup, you get into UEFA League, yeah, Europa League, right? Isn't, it? Isn't that, is that yeah, still... Is, so that's so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. What, what oh, wait, City, actually, City, City does not care about getting into. He just wants. Know, well, he wants to be trophy. He, he wants to be trophy. If you think about it, if you think about it globally, right, mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that actually affect you know what City feels, what what team City will feel mm-hmm. if it's if the game is close to a Champions League schedule, then they're going to show up with the second team. Yeah, second team can still win. Right, can, the second team can, can still, still win. win. Can still win. <laughs> now, but, to to me, I mean, if there is any, if there are teams that have actually gone to City to actually win things, Manchester mm-hmm. United is one of them. Even on even on that pep, the, the, there's no, that game is not is never a boring game. Correct. It doesn't matter where they play it, right? So, the, I mean, but but like I said, it's a thirty-one down. It yeah. might be a little too far away. Of course, we're talking about if it was just like a thirty-two or one-zero kind of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but then yeah, I mean, at thirty-one is probably City and, and Leicester. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, sorry, yeah. I have a question. Do you think that City will field a weak team knowing that they're three-one down, or is second string? Like I said, you know, it, 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 depends, it depends on timing, right? It depends on what the schedule, what the schedule. I don't, I don't even know when the next week. Next week. Next week. So, so if ne- is next when does Champions League resume? Next week? Is it? No, Champions League after? It, February, right? Yeah, it's February. 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 Okay, it's February. February. So, so if, if they have an international break before, right? before then, even I'm sure. So yeah. this is what I think. There's no international break. Next one is in March. Okay. I think they're going to the strong side because of two things. One, there's a winter break. I don't know if you guys there's winter break for what. In Premiership, really? It's where yeah. they're splitting the games. Oh, really? I didn't so know they don't have a weekend. They don't have it. They don't have a game. Okay. They don't have a game. See, next that's why I thought there was an international break because I was like, there has to be a break. There's a international break. The way that the international break in um, Premiership is they're splitting the games. Oh, okay. So, so half of play, the teams play next weekend. City's not playing. Okay. The other half is playing the following weekend. Okay. So they have a break. They have like almost a one week break. So they're going to play strong. So yeah, we play strong team. We give them time to rest. Correct. Yeah, and it's not going to take risks. He's so it's it's fair to say you know maybe it takes the risk or not. So you have to think about it from a perspective that you know the game is going to be intense. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you have, I mean, looking at your Agueros and your your star players, knowing that all your defense is out, essentially, yes, the game is in January, but any major injury to cost Man City the Champions League. So this is what he's so, going to do. This is what I, I threw you one down. This is what I do. You might start thinking. This is what he's going to do. He's going to play strong team. Mm-hmm. Go for it early. Mm-hmm. If they go like 2-0 up, they will start taking them off. Well, that's that's fair. That's a fair way to look at it. That, that's what I think Pep is going to do. As you've seen uh, Rashford. Rashford was on the field for 10 minutes to get hurt. So it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long it is. I mean, the safe option is to say, you know what, Agoura, you're not going to play. And KDB, you're not going to play. And he's telling you I'm going to play. And, and, and they've got with, a capable bench. With, so. with, with, with Aguero just coming back, don't forget, Gabriel Jesus is the second starting striker. Yeah. If that's your second starting striker, you have, you, you have a strong team. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's it. Funny enough, like I said, I, I, I mean, I, if, if you know, we've had this conversation before. I, I think, if anything else, 
I, I don't I don't think Gabriel is a quality player. I think he's an average player best that plays in a very, very good team. He's got talent. So right? would, would you say I the just, same thing? Then you have to say the same thing about Riyad Mahrez. No, Riyad Mahrez is a quality, quality player. You see him on the ball, you have two right, right, right. Yeah, there are two okay, different okay, guys. Okay, yeah. okay, but anyway, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, when, yeah. when you bring up Gavron Jesus being, yeah. a, being a, you know, he's just second, 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 he's, second he's, striker. Yeah, yeah, he's a second string striker. Yeah. I just don't think he's, I, I think if anything else, he's just lucky to be playing. He, he's not, to me, he's not, he's not, he's not different from uh, when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kelechi was playing at, uh, at Man City. Yeah. They are not that team's quality. They just happen to be playing there. Okay. I, mean, I have different thoughts about that. Well, let's, <laughs> let's leave that for a different time. Uh, Valverde, I know Toyota is very passionate about Valverde. Yes, there, yes. I think Valverde is yes. lost uncle or something. So, uh, what do you think so, about Valverde? Was it a knee-jerk reaction by Barcelona or would it just be ruthless? Since that's the keyword, everybody said big clubs like being ruthless. What, what are your thoughts? Um, I think Barcelona put themselves in this situation. Okay. They should have let Valverde go last summer. Mid-season wasn't the time to have done it. They should have done it after the Champions League debacle last season. Yeah, since that was the second time. Exactly. Yeah, lost the big lead. Exactly. Okay. They should have done it last season, and they should have gone for Ronald Koeman, who they were talking about going for last season. Yep. Somehow, I don't know. I don't know who who made the decision to keep him on. Okay, you keep the guy on. Let him play a full season. Like we were t- like like we had just started talking about before we started this podcast. This squad of Barcelona with any other coach will produce pretty much the same results. I don't see... Barcelona is using the glory days of Pep where they had a squad that only comes in a generation. Yeah, that's the, to, that generation talent. Yeah. Zavi, Iniesta. You, 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 you only get that squad. It's just like Liverpool squad right now. You're only going to get that squad in one generation, right? Don't use that yardstick to judge to judge about if... Okay, let's say if they had a coach like Klopp with this same squad, they'll achieve pretty much the same result, right? You, um, you're, playing, you're playing an Antoine Griezmann who, 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 who is a square peg in a round hole with that, off, with that, with that, with that attack. Especially playing him on the left. Especially playing him on the left, you know? Griezmann I still think it was a dumb move for him to have left Atletico. Personally, I think he should have, for his football, for, for, for the accolades that he got at Atletico and being, the, being somebody who carried the team, that's what that's that that's I'm digressing, but I'm just saying they should have they should have not let Valverde stay on another season. And he, okay, you did, then you should have let him play out his contract, play out to the end of this season, and then can him to have done what they did. I feel like is a combination of um uh Barcelona being drunk with the glory days of Pep and they're expecting everybody to fill that same shoe. Secondly, it's telling the over-reliance of... Fair about Luis Enrique, to be fair. Luis Enrique, yeah, okay. They, they Luis Enrique, yeah, fair, yeah. fair. For different reasons, though. They had Neymar. They had Neymar. They, they also had they Neymar. They had Neymar, yeah. Yeah. Messi, Suarez. At their peak. Yes. So, yes. I think that's what um, Enrique wrote on. Okay, over-reliance on Messi. Correct. Is beginning to show. Yeah, it is. They are not... Give me... Name somebody in that midfield that... In, 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 the, in the center of midfield... That is stellar that you can say reminds you of a Xavi or an Iniesta. You should not expect that from the midfield they have today. Correct. You know, so I think they shouldn't have fired him. Okay. The fact that they kept him last summer and let him play on, they shouldn't have fired him. Okay. What are your thoughts, Karen? No, I, I I totally agree. I think there's one thing that you know, one thing that we you know that we've known for the last I don't know maybe five or six years. Is 
is that uh, Barcelona have been overly reliant on maybe three players. Messi being the core of that, yeah. uh, Iniesta being the second one, and uh, what's his name being the third one? So, um, not not uh, well, this dude, um, Busquets. 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 Yeah, I was going to say Unfortunately, Busquets. you know, one of them has moved on. The other one, the other two remaining are 31 and 31, and you can't. Yeah. Right? Messi is like 33 34. Messi is like 32. 34, right? Oh, is it? I, I thought it was a couple of years younger than Ronaldo. No, I Ronaldo no, no, was it's just one year difference. Between oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 34. Well, 33 34. You, you, I mean, that's an aging thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think you're going to bring any coach to play any. I mean, and of course, Suarez is what, 33? Yeah, 33. Yeah. So. They, they are they are, that's an Asian team. Um, PK is what thirty. Oh God! Yeah, look, look at that. Look at the entire team. That's a very that's a, that's an old team, right? So yeah. the idea that you can bring in somebody else to come and do anything different, you know, I, I, just, I, I don't. I, plus, I don't think they've strengthened enough, right? Look, look at okay, they've gone, they've gone out to buy. Delict. Yeah, Griezmann and who else they buy? Delict. They bought Delict, yeah. People like that, people like the late, you know, didn't work out. they brought, they, of course, the bought Coutinho, which I thought and was dumb for the army. Uh, what about it was, this Chilean guy that they brought that's, that's, um, who is the, Chile, yeah. the guy from Chile? Vidal. 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 Yeah. It, it, it was Vidal. <laughs> look, look at the average age of the team. They are like, <laughs> up, almost, in almost 30, right? If not over. Well, they're, they're so, what is he doing? Yeah, he's injured, a chronic, he's a yeah, chronic yeah, injured player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at that, what's the other guy from, uh, from Croatia, what's his name? Uh, Rakitic. He's 31 or 32. That's an agent team, right? So the idea that you know you you fire a coach with the kind of team he has, you, you look at it and you think about it and say, it's, to me, I think it's, it's just a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. You're not going to get any better from that team. I don't care who it is you bring in. Even yeah. if you bring Pep in, Pep, Pep will tell you we're going to play out the season, yeah. but next thing we have to buy a lot more players than Gordon. And, 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 and so yeah. can, can I just say this? You are you are top of the league. Correct. You're top of the league. You just qualified for the business end of the Champions League. Right. Yes, you you messed up at La Supercopa. Okay, it was in, it was played in Saudi Arabia. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. They, in fact, they commercialized in my opinion because normally La Supercopa yeah. is usually between whoever wins the league and whoever they pick up. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, so you are not playing that semi final in the right. first place. You have been in the final and you use the final, use the final. What was the big deal? Who cares? Like, right. You know, but the way they commercialize everything and now only took it to Saudi, Saudi yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for making money. I agree with you guys. I just have different opinions <laughs> in the sense I felt like Valverde was the configuration of that team, the way he was playing, Griezmann on the left. I felt he could have configured that team better. He could have gotten more out of this team with the young in the midfield. The fact that Messi was always have to drop back in the midfield, I think he the configuration of that midfield and what he was getting out of that team as regards structurally and the style of football he was trying to play consistently, I think it was on the path. However, I agree, it should have, they should have not, if they, if they wanted to do it, they should have done it in the summer. Yeah, last yeah. summer? Yeah, last summer. Or this coming summer? Or wait till this coming summer. No, 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 halfway through the season, it shouldn't have they're expecting something different in the sense that maybe they're trying to win Champions League. That's what I think they're trying to do. Yeah. They think that they want somebody that can come in straight away. Sentien is a good coach. Person that he From, got, yeah, the best guy, but yeah. he look, the way they approach, I really got him makes me look like I don't think it was a long term decision. So it's this, somebody stopgap. Yes, but but, but it but didn't that, look like they were saying, "Oh, this Setien, I like what he's doing with yeah. Betis. He can come and play good football. He plays attacking football." It looked like, "Oh, it was a new jet reaction." No, because uh, uh, he and it didn't look like it was first option. Mm-hmm. I heard they went to what Zabi. They went to Harry they went to Coman. Yeah. So yeah. two people rejected. So, came, came but you, I mean, and, and that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Is, you know, 
you think about people like Javi and Coleman, right? They looked at the team that they're about to take over and say, this, no. this is not the right team. Yeah. Right? It's almost right. the same thing. With, not the right, uh, not right. Not the right, not that. It's almost, my you, almost, you think about it from, you know, from the, uh, Arsenal has gone through the same way. They just changed coaches. They went through a few guys and they're like, oh, oh not this no. team. Not yeah. right now. It's almost the same thing Barcelona is. But the only thing difference is they, they've got a core, they still got a core member of their team. Um, the core members of their teams are still at the club, which is your Busquets, your Messi, your Messi and still quality. But, the, the it's a it's a big knee jerk reaction. Guys, top of the league, you know, just wait it out. Now the guys gonna come in and try to bring in new strategy, and it might even cost them the league. You know, I don't know how much. It could work. And it could it could work. I'm sorry, I which it could work. I just have one question. Okay, so you say Valverde is playing Griezmann on the left. Yeah. With that starting lineup, where can Griezmann? Do you see Griezmann displacing Suarez? Suarez is injured now first. But, okay. but I get yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, but, but if he wasn't injured, if he wasn't injured, I personally think he should have um, played. Yes. Or where he can play Griezmann right off Suarez. And in some games, Suarez doesn't have to play every so, game. Okay, so, so wait, wait, before, you, before you jump in, I just want to say, Griezmann playing as a supporting striker, he needs somebody who is physical. So that's what he was doing with Diego Costa. In, in Atletico, but Correct. who would Griezmann alone can't can't man can can't can't take that you know number nine position. But he can play as a post now. He does so, for so, France, you know. So, so what, what, what you have to understand, actually, Griezmann started his position. He started on the wings when he started actually started playing. Then moved to a number ten role. Correct. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's, so when you, people like Griezmann, they can actually play multiple places. Correct. Now the question really is, where's the best position? It, it, where's the best position? Right. That's one piece, right? The other piece too is, if anything else. Barcelona's issue right now is not the fact that you know Griezmann can play where he's playing right now. It's because the challenge right now is the team is too static. Yeah, I agree. Right? The so midfield is you can be a number, you can be a number seven and still play. Is where I'm about yeah, they are too yeah. static, right? Yeah. Could, so I don't even think it's an issue of him playing on the wings. It's just because the team is too static. Yeah. When you're too static, it makes you it makes your game too predictable. It makes it easy to mark. You yeah. get my point. The combination in that midfield yeah, is it's not, not working out. So, I think so. Griezmann, Suarez, Messi, all those guys can play in the same exact team at the same exact time. The question is, though, everybody has to every every player has to understand the role they're actually playing, right? Yeah. It's, and plus, they have to be a little more mobile. You look like we talked about the age of the team. They are too old. Yeah, yeah. they are too yeah. old to be mobile because even if they want to, there's no they speed. Can't. I don't think they have, <laughs> do, I don't think do, they have do, enough speed. So, that so, so do you, I'm going to throw this out there. I actually think they miss Neymar. Yeah. I think they could use Neymar back. Oh yes, I mean Neymar wanted to go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but. Yeah. It's yeah, a, I think the Barcelona problem is, uh, is deeper. Um, something that can be a whole new episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hello. Welcome back to the Footy Fantasy FPL segment. And today we're going to talk about who's hot and who's not. Once again, who's hot this week? Con Aguero. Banged in a hat-trick. Broke the record for the highest number of hat-tricks scored in the Premier League era. He's back in the goals. But then, do you want to dance with the devil? Do you want to dance with Bordiola? <laughs> Pep Guardiola is a very finicky man. And if you did get Aguero in, you might be surprised he might not even start this weekend. So it's up to you. Do you want to gamble with that? Get Aguero in and get somebody else out. And maybe just wait for him to bash on Crystal Palace. Or maybe he'll just sit on the bench for 89 minutes and come on for one minute. It's up to you. But Aguero is art, art, art. And now who's not? I think this season goalkeepers are not hot. 
especially the number of injuries goalkeepers have suffered this season. It's really, really amazing. Even the backup goalkeepers are getting injured. And now Aston Villa have had to go get Pepe Reina. So if you're looking for a goalkeeper who's cheap, who probably will play for a while, you can get him Pepe Reina. Fabianski came back from injury, got injured again. Hugo Lloris has been injured. And Gazzaniga has been in his place. We had Allison who was out injured for like almost 10 games. Goalkeepers have picked up a lot of injuries. Even the Man City goalie, Ederson, was injured for a bit. So my who's not are Premier League goalkeepers. Not hot. Not hot at all. Suffering too many injuries, you can't really rely on them. Bournemouth goalkeeper, he got injured last week. And some people eventually had no goalkeeper scoring any point for them because of that injury. So it's one thing to keep an eye out for getting goalkeepers who are a bit consistent or second-choice goalkeepers who can help you to score some points. And uh, just watch out for the price rises on Liverpool players coming up to the double game week. Lots of people are going to start trying to purchase Liverpool players in preparation for that. And also, watch out maybe for West Ham players. <laughs> That's a joke because not many people are going to be trying to fill their squads with the West Ham players. But you never know. The chosen one, David Moisey, is in charge of West Ham now. So he probably might get good performances out of them for the double game week. So that's who's hot and who's not. Stay tuned for more next time. Cheers. Before we wrap up, now that we're wrapping up, I'm going to throw two things at you guys. I just want quick fire answers. Mm-hmm. Give me your top four for this season, the English season? Premier League. Mm-hmm. And give me the three things that you think are going to get relegated. Two, top four. Five. Liverpool, Man City, Second, okay. Leicester, Third. Chelsea. Chelsea. Who, who are your three teams that are going to get it? Bournemouth. Okay. I still say... Um, um, Burnley. 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 And Norwich. Okay. Karen. Actually, I agree with all your bottom three. Okay. That's gonna yeah. probably go down. Uh, top team, I don't even know why we've been talking about Liverpool. Should be Liverpool like everybody else. <laughs> you know, um geez, um I, I think I, I think I made a prediction about our last podcast. I think I called Manchester United being fought. Okay. Um I still I, I think with uh with Chelsea's form, I think Manchester United might still pull it pull it forth. Okay. Um, I think they still have the better team out of all the other useless teams that, that I remember. They are all useless teams. Manchester United might still pull the fourth. Um uh the second one I thought is definitely going to be between Leicester and Man City. Okay. Not, not, I, I'm not sure in what particular order, but it's just going to be those two. The fourth is, if anything else, the, the rest is done. It's just the tournament we are watching right now is the rest for fourth. Right? You know, <laughs> Manchester United to me looks the better, the like the, the better of the teams that could actually stay fourth. Okay. Um, Battle of the Butlers. That's what I call it. Yeah. It has yeah. been like so that last week. This is, yeah. this is to try yeah. the same thing. Uh, I know my, my fans don't share that opinion. Everybody's just bottling it, bottling it, bottling it, bottling it until the person at least bottles it, yeah. which will happen at Chelsea. Please. Please. So, so, in my opinion, first, relegation first. Let me go to relegation. Yes, I agree. Now it's down, right? Yeah. Bournemouth to join them. Yeah. It looks like they would... <sighs> I don't want... My heart doesn't want Bournemouth. Because I like... I, I, they have, I like... I like... like the Chelsea has done. But yeah, I think Bournemouth and Burnley will join them. Because Watford just 
Nigeria person has just done something. That team, they yeah. look different. They are just they are dying in every game. So yeah, I agree. Top four battle of the bottlers. I like to call it. Obviously, top three. I think it's settled. You know, Liverpool, City, Leicester, whichever way they finish. That fourth position is going to be the battle of the bottlers, and people, are, the four teams are going to. So, in my opinion, um, Manchester United, Chelsea, Wolves, Spurs, Sheffield, and Tottenham. And Tottenham. Tottenham. All, all they are going to keep bottling it, mm-hmm. bottling it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. because of that fight, my opinion, five point gap that uh, Chelsea, Chelsea have, which is will remain five point because I think Manchester United will lose tomorrow. Um, that five point gap is what is going to help them. Why everybody's bottling it? Everybody will keep bottling it. They will just be able to need. But I think. Manchester United and Spurs, maybe, maybe. We'll I mean, Spurs will close it. Yeah. So, in the end of the season, what will happen is Chelsea will limp over the line. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. But, but my, they will limp over the line. I think they will yeah. end up by I, one I, or two points. They will limp over my rationale is this that, mm-hmm. that, you know, I've looked at Manchester United, right? They play pretty well at home. They, they are not bad at home. Yeah. You know, and they win some hard games. Correct. Chelsea play bad at home, but do away. <laughs> do okay away, and they don't get. They're not gonna get away for that long, right? So they are for them. I think for them to stay for their away from this, their home from this room. I agree. It's, it's, so and like plus the beginning of the season, like, yeah. like beginning of the season, they were winning all against all these small teams exactly. But now it has flopped. It, it has stripped around. I they, agree. They are inconsistent. Their their players are too young. Like you know, they have this. You know, they have a very young team. Right. Manchester United have. They have. In my opinion, I, they, that's why I'm giving the Manchester United. They have. A lot of players have been there, done that, right. right? You know, if they get any close to Chelsea, if Chelsea loses, you know, I mean, Chelsea's going to lose to Manchester and everybody else anyway. Yeah. It's almost like a given. But if they get any close to Chelsea, they take it. Okay. Well, guys, thanks for coming. Uh, Toby and uh, Karim, this was fun. Uh, if you are listening to this, um, as always, we have to do our house. Um, they follow us on Facebook, Instagram is Fantasy Putty. Um, the podcast is called the Putty Fantasy Podcast. Just one word, F-O-T-T-I-E. Fantasy Podcast on Spotify. Everywhere you can find your pods. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, on um, Twitter is Putty, F-O-T-T-I-E, A-D Fantasy. Well, guys, thank you for coming, guys. Thank you. Thank you, so, thank you very much for having us. Yeah, okay. appreciate it. Well, this was fun.